Amen. Trust is an interesting thing, right? Trust. Oh, trust can make or break a relationship. Trust can make or break an, an organization. Trust can make or break governments. We've seen that before, right? Um, trust can make or break churches. That's why we're very, um, I guess, uh, willing. Willing is not the right word, but very open here that if, if you have any questions about what the, the runnings of the church are, financial stuff, anything like that, all you got to do is ask for an open book here um, because trust can, can ruin um, these great things that, that we see time and time again. A church grows and grows and grows, leaders grow and grow and grow, and then they lose trust and it's just gone like that. So we don't want that to happen here. Trust. Who's been in a relationship where trust was broken? Who's uh, had a friendship or an intimate relationship or a parent or a child where that trust was broken somewhere along the line? Right? We can, we can all probably relate to that. We're going to be in um, Proverbs today. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Um, it'll be on the board if you guys don't have your Bibles or phones on. Um, so, Proverbs 3, verse 5 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Have you heard that before? That's on mugs, that's on t-shirts, that's on pens, that's on everything. You walk into manna and you got trust in the Lord with all your heart. Boom, there you go, easy as. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust. Trust. What is Trust. Trust is this. Uh, can you go to the one before that? The, I think the two before. There you go. Trust. To be reliant upon the integrity, the ability, the strength, the wisdom, or surety of someone or something. Trust. Trust is tough because it's outside of us. It's relying on something or some character trait of somebody else, their ability, their strength, their wisdom, whatever it might be, we're putting our trust in something outside of us. And that's scary because that's not easily controlled. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the original language is to chase quickly toward refuge in something. So this is essentially saying chase quickly the refuge of God. With all of your heart, chase quickly. Don't wait. Go quickly into the refuge of God with all of your heart. Don't try to understand it all. Go to God first. But the kicker is, there's a big question in this. Do you trust God? Do you trust God with all of your heart? Do you quickly seek refuge in God's ability? in God's wisdom, in God's strength, in God's integrity, do you trust God? And if I'm honest about myself, oftentimes no. I'm quick to lean on Sarah's knowledge, her ability, her strength. I quick run to Sarah when I have an issue or a problem or I'm doubting something or to Andy or my friends or whoever that might be. I am quick to do, is that door closed, Andy? And so then, if I'm quick to run to Sarah, where's the breakdown in my trust for God? 
Where's the breakdown in my, in my truly looking at this book and saying, all right, God is giving me a command here to trust in him, to, to push toward him quickly for him to be my refuge. Where's the breakdown in that? Why am I not going to God and why am I going to Sarah or my friends or who is that? Anybody else like that? Anybody first to God and then to, to your spouse or friends or all the time with all your heart? Do you trust God? But here's the other question. Do you realize that trust is a two-way street? Every healthy relationship is built on trust. Do you realize that God trusts you with all of his heart? He has put his trust in you, in me. Think about that for a second. Jesus, this God who speaks life into the universe, who speaks life into creation, has come down in flesh and bone and said, I'm going to put my trust in 12 mangy little guys, some fishermen, tax collectors, some ordinary guys. These aren't Oxford grads. These aren't Harvard grads. These aren't Yale grads. These aren't Stanford grads. These are just 12 ordinary guys to take and grow my kingdom. Take it to the nations. What? Okay, if I was going to write this book, I'd do a lot of things different in here, right? First of all, the whole incest thing is a little weird. The whole driving out nations and killing everybody is a little bit harsh. But then, seriously, I'm going to, I'm going to use the kings and the powerhouses of the nations to take my word into the kingdom and to grow this thing. But he chooses the Chris's and the Rubens and the Daves and the Janettas and he chooses us. He puts his trust in us to do that. You worthy of that? Are you worthy of that trust? Honestly? Just so you know, the answer to that is yes, you are. (laughs) There's this uh, New York food vendor. The guy is in the middle of the bustling city and he's got this, this food cart, and he sells donuts, and he sells coffee. And, and every morning, he's out there early in this super high-rise building. Tons of people live there. They come in, and his queue for his, his cart is just longer than he can handle. And he realizes that people are leaving because they don't want to stand in the queue that long. And he's going, what is the breakdown here? What am I doing wrong? And, and he realizes that he is not trusting people. See, he, he goes and he takes the order and he gives them their change and then he goes and gets them their donut and he gives them that and then he goes and makes them their coffee and he gives them that and then he's got to come back over here and start all over again. And he's not trusting people with his money. So he says, okay, I'm going to put my change box up on top of my cart and you, I'll take your order, you give yourself your own change. While you're giving yourself your own change, I'll give you your donut, I'll give you your coffee. And you know what? People started leaving a lot bigger tips. People didn't steal from him. They blessed him. And his queue went by faster and faster and faster and faster and faster because you can only move as fast as the speed of trust. Whether you're an organization or a leader. How many of us have been in a job where you had a leader or a boss that just nitpicked every little thing. They tell you to do something and they tell you how to do it, when to do it. You ever been in that? That's a leader that doesn't trust. And that organization is going to be stuck at the skill level of that leader. Your organization, your marriage, whatever it is, can only move at the speed of trust. Do you know that God trusts you? 
We've been in this series now for five weeks, I think, Heartbreak Warfare, because we've all had relationships that have broken down. We've all had heartbreak in our lives, and most of it has to do with trust or lack of trust. And relationships matter. The goal of this series was to push us in our relationships and how we talk to each other, how we treat each other, how we um, honor each other above ourselves, how we listen before we speak, how we listen not to respond, but listen to understand. And that is the goal of all of this. But this verse goes a bit further. It doesn't end at love the Lord your God with all your heart and trust inly not in your own understanding. It goes on to verse 6, and it says this. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. It's one thing to trust. It's one thing to trust with all of your heart. It's another thing to submit, right? Women love the passage, wives submit to your husbands, right? Often used out of context. (laughs) They don't realize the whole chapter above is saying, husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. How did Christ? He submitted everything for the church. He did everything. He gave everything. And yet we pull out this verse. It's one thing to trust. It's another thing to submit. Do you trust your partner? Do you trust your best friend? Do you trust your children? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust your boss? I don't either. (laughs) When was the last time you fully submitted to your spouse? Especially in the middle of that argument. When was the last time you fully submitted to your boss and did what they asked? But not only what they asked, you went above and beyond. When was the last time you submitted to your children's needs? When was the last time you, you submitted fully into that? You know what? I think God has a sense of humor, obviously, because every time I do a message on relationships, he tests mine. <laughs> and you're speaking on trust. What is God going to test you on? Trust. Yes. So Sarah and I obviously had a pretty tough week and a half with going back to America for a close family friend's funeral and coming back here and you've got all the emotional stuff going on there and then you're, you're drawn to be back with family there to support them through this and here we are on the other side of the world and you're just going, gosh, what do you, got? What do you want from us, you know? And so kind of all that stress adds up a little bit and you start to kind of pick at each other because you have nowhere else to go with this stuff and, and pretty soon you're just like butting heads and then so uh, <laughs> yesterday... Um, we're just sitting there and we're going, what is going on? What is going on? We're just like fighting all day. Like, and we're not fighting about anything really. It's like we're just grumpy at each other for no reason. And, and so we talked about it, talked it through, and, and uh, you realize a few things in, in the middle of it. And, and one thing that came up was, um, I like to play Fortnite, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> So um, I've gotten pretty good. I've got over 40 solo wins. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> just saying, just saying. <laughs> and so what happened was that as I'm playing Fortnite, I would kind of just go away. Sarah's hanging out with the kids or whatever, and I'd just grab the iPad, go play a game Fortnite or whatever. And I thought, that's cool. Um, but in Sarah's mind, she's, she was thinking, why is he leaving me for that? 
right? It's, it's, it's beginning to go, all right, I, does he not want to be with me here? Does he not want to hang out with me? And, and that whole breakdown in the communication of me going, no, it's not, it has nothing to do with, with being with you. It has just, I don't know, I just, just wanted to play it. It had nothing to do with that. And here we have, oh, but he's choosing that over me, right? And so it's, and then you get into this, this idea of trust. And, and somewhere along the line, I have to think that I have broken down that trust barrier. Like, where was it? And it was probably in college when my brother and I would stay up till 3 a.m. in her dorm room with her computer right next to her bed. She's got an 8 o'clock class in the morning, and we're playing games. So, um, yes, there's a reason she hates games and hates me playing games. So somewhere along that line, that trust has been broken because I have shown that games are actually not healthy for me, and they impact her, and they impact her studies, and they impacted her life. And, and so speak, talking through that, and realizing, oh, yeah, gosh, you know, there's a lot more to this conversation than we've just been talking about because it goes back a long, long way, decades, to where this trust was actually broken down. And so one thing that, that I realized in all of this is that I haven't been fully submitting myself to her in that if, if that makes you feel not, well, not loved, then Fortnite's got to go right? And that's, that's not an easy choice because I'm good at Fortnite. <laughs> but my wife is worth more than that. My wife is far worth more than that. She's my number one. She's my partner forever. And she gets to have my heart and she gets to have my mind and she gets to have everything. And I will submit everything to her for that. Amen. So are you submitting to your spouse? Are you trusting them fully? Because whether it's your relationship whether it is your workplace, whether it is your family, you can only move as fast as the speed of trust. Am I going to limit the, my family because I'm not trusting? Is Sarah going to limit her family because she's not trusting? Are my kids going to limit their, their lives because they don't trust us to do what's best for them? You can only move as fast as the speed that you trust. At. There's this quote. There's this quote that says, a bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because her trust is not in the branch, but on her own wings. Quite cool, right? A bird isn't sitting on that tree going, please hold me, please hold me, please hold me. It trusts in itself. So do you trust in yourself? Do you trust in your own ability to do great things? Do you trust in your own ability to honor your spouse, to honor your boss, to honor your kids? Do you trust in yourself to make that hard decision or have that hard conversation with the person you need to have the hard conversation with in order to show that you trust and believe in yourself? Because Jesus has believed in you fully. He's given you a calling. He's given you gifts and talents to use. And you trust fully in your partner or spouse or friend. But here's the hard thing. Do you know that they have trusted in you as well? What is something that your friend or partner has trusted to you? Name it. Go. Loyalty. Loyalty. Nice one. What has your partner trusted to you? Well, what have you trusted to your partner? My heart. Your heart? Yeah. 
What about happiness? What's that? <laughs> the credit card. <laughs> which, which, which partner are you trusted to pay off the credit card is the question. <laughs> yeah, finances, yep. Security, happiness, joy, right? That's quite intimidating. When you think of what have I entrusted Sarah with of mine? My security, my happiness, my well-being, my, my everything, really. But it's intimidating when you think that she has trusted me with all of that stuff as well. Your partner, your best friend, your parent, they've trusted you with all of that stuff as well. So, do you believe in yourself to be able to handle that? Because you can only move as fast as the speed of trust. Your relationships can only move as fast as the speed of trust. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust in your partner, your spouse, with all of your heart. Trust that they'll do what they say they're going to do. Be the partner that does what you say you're going to do. Be that person. Relationships matter. And it's going to take some hard conversations. It's going to take some often uncomfortable decisions that get you there. But that's what it's going to take because trust is only limited by you. You are the limit on that. You're the cap on that. You can only move as fast as the speed of trust. On your, on your um, seat, there's a little um, treasure bag. And in that treasure bag, there are two little coins. Um, they would be real coins, but my boss didn't give me a bonus this year, so uh, they were going to be dollar bills, hundreds. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Dan's my boss. He owns Quantum Finance. Amazing guy. Um, so there are these two uh, plastic coins in there, and one of those, those are both treasures, in case you didn't know. One of those represents what God has trusted you with. God has trusted you with some gifts, some talents, some knowledge, some relationships, some, some amazing things for you to um, work with. And, and the whole goal of what God has entrusted you with is to further His kingdom, is to do great things for Him, to win lives for eternity. The other thing in there is to represent what your partner or best friend or spouse or whoever it might be has entrusted to you. That is something that they have entrusted to you, whether it's their joy, their happiness, their fears, their security, the credit card, whatever it might be, they have entrusted that to you. So then you've got a, a piece of blue and a piece of yellow paper in there. Okay, so your homework this week is to go home. Think on that one thing. What is the one thing that God has entrusted me with? It could be a gift, it could be a talent, it could be teaching, it could be speaking, it could be writing, it could be parenting, it could be whatever it might be art, something. God has entrusted you with something amazing. Pick one of those colors and I want you to write it down on there. Just one thing that God has entrusted you with. And the other one, what is the one thing that your partner or spouse or something that has entrusted you with? Write it down on the other color of paper. And then, let me find one. And then I want you to plant it in your Bible as a little prayer seed. So whatever God has entrusted you with, find a verse that's related to that. Plant it in your Bible 
and pray on it. Every time you open that page, every time you come to that verse, pray on that thing that you've been blessed with, that God has trusted you with, that you might be able to use it to further his kingdom, use it to change lives. And, and when you come across the, the, the seed that's planted in your Bible for your partner or spouse or friend or parent, whoever it might be, pray on that. Pray on that for them, for you, that you might have the courage and the strength to be that person that they need you to be because trust is going to be limited by you and me. And it's going to take a lot of courage to, to open sometimes a Pandora's box and go back far enough to where you can realize where you've messed up and fix that hurt and fix that um, mistrust in a relationship. And it's going to take some good, good conversations, good um, meetings, good coffees, whatever it might be. And as those things come up, have the courage to own it. You know, go forward from here. Make this day one of the rest of your life. Day one of an amazing marriage. Day one of an amazing relationship. Day one of an amazing journey with God to do some amazing ministry stuff in your life. Take your cash box. Put it on top of your cart. And say, all right, I'm going to trust these guys. I'm going to do my part as best that I possibly can because you can only move at the speed of trust. Amen? You up for that challenge? All right, plant those seeds in there. Let me pray for us. God, I uh, thank you for the gift of trust. Lord, those of us, all of us, I bet, have a story in our past where we can name a thousand reasons why you shouldn't trust us. God, I know I do. But what a humbling reality that it is that you do trust us with all of your heart. Lord, with your kingdom, with your people. Lord, help us to, to live that out in the way that we trust and honor our partners and our, and our friendships and our workplaces and our, the leaders in our lives, Lord, and those of us that are leaders. All of us are leaders in some way. Those of us that are leaders, Lord, help us to not limit the amount of work that can be done because we're not trusting God. We, just, um, we ask you to heal those past hurts, um, give us strength and courage to move on from them and, and really seek great really seek beautiful in all of our relationships. Lord, because relationships matter. Lord, we thank you so much for who you are, what you've done, who we are to become. Lord, we lift it all up to you. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen. 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 Uh, I just wanted to end on a couple of really interesting statistics. Okay. 1970 versus 2014. Okay. Trust in the government then versus trust in the government now. What percentage do you think in 1970 people trusted in the government? 80? 90? Pretty good, 78%. 78% of the people in 1970 trusted in their government. 2014? 18? 45? Nine. Nine or Two. none? <laughs> Two? Two. 41. 78 down to 41%. How about the media? 1970s media versus 2014 media. Same, zero and zero. 
Yeah, pretty close, 71%. 1970, people trusted in the media. 2014. 25? 17. 17% of the people in 2014 trusted in the media. Trust is something that's going away quickly. And mainly among the millennials. Saw that in that study. 18 to 23 year olds are the least trusting. And there's reason for that. We haven't given them a whole lot of reason to trust us, right? They don't want, statistically, they don't want the big church, the concert. They want real word of God. They want to live it out. They want to know it and understand it. They don't want to feel it. They want to know it and do it, right? Where has our trend gone? The opposite way, right? So trust is going away. Let's be that generation that changes that, shall we? Because our world, our government, our organizations, our church, our families can only move at the speed of trust. Cool? All right, thanks, guys. I'm just grab a coffee and stuff, and we'll chat. Have a good week.